Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. This is episode 26. You better strap on your seatbelts, kiddies, because the space base is I just threw a cork. That's okay. Why you sound just like me? I don't know. Why you sound just like me? Well, well, well. Back for episode number 26. You filthy, filthy sapiens of the homos. Anywho. What you up to today? Tell me, I'm listening, even though I cannot possibly do so. Ah, yeah? Yeah, you're doing that? Oh, that's good for you. Over there? Oh, yeah, you, you, you do that, yeah. Yeah, see how sincere I am. That's why, for the benefit of your entire species, you better vote Gork 2020 for United States President. See? See how real I am and cut loose? Shoot from the throat. Boom. Now drop it like it's hot. If I have to toot, you will know. If I have to belch, you will know too. If I have to pick my nose, pick my ear, or pick my buttholes. Yes, I have to. You will know. I will not pretend that I don't scratch my meninges. I will not pretend that I don't clip my toenails and try to aim them at the various different areas. Sometimes in the faces of some sapiens of the homos. Nevertheless, I am here for you even if you don't vote for me. But I will not let you know what terrible naughty things will happen if you don't vote for me, Gork 2020. Now we got that out of the way, it's time to cover something serious. I'm going to talk, well, I mean, President of the United States, I mean, that is my most serious goal here. But, you know, we'll continue onward, Hobags, for Erisistratus. Yes. Let me call none other than a void. Where is his name here? Got his oh there he is right there. We're gonna ring a ding ding do. 
Howdy doody. How's it going, guys? I don't know. I'm gonna try to call John Papanito. Okay? Oh, okay. One second. Okay. Hello. This is John Papanito's phone. Wait, John Papanito's phone can talk? Yes. Where is a John Papanito? He's in the shower. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll let him know that you called. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Hello, Void. Yes, Gork. John Papanito's phone spoke to me. Oh, what did it say? Was it her? Please call again. No, the phone said he's in the shower. Oh, okay. It's very suspicious because he must have some top-of-the-line technology, but it sounded a lot like a female sapien of the homo. Some people have a busy thing and they can have preset words to say. He was pretty articulate and responded to me, though. Okay. Voices get pretty real. Oh. Not as real as voices in my head. So, we're covering Erosistratus today. Yes. Did you do some research? Somewhat. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yes. I spent over seven hours reading about this dude. Oh, cool. My source one, encyclopedia.com, said that Erosistratus was born a 304 BCE, while source number two said it was 325 BCE. Excuse you. Excuse you? What did I do? You bounced. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It's up to me to be completely transparent as a presidential candidate. I got to let them know when I have a bowel movements and everything else. Oh, right. That's how you know you have someone who's telling you the truth. That's why everybody will get a government-issued bathtub. Never mind the implants. And never mind the connection or the hammer used to knock you out. We are not going to suck out your brains. We're not going to use you for anything other than helping you, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, after Herophilus' birth, some say it was 11 years after. But, if everything is true... Regarding source number two, it would have been ten years before Herophilus was born. Erosistratus uh, was born. Uh. Yes, Erosistratus works alongside Herophilus. But before we get to that shit, 
We're gonna talk about a little bit of his background, huh? Yes. Do you know where Erisistratus was born? Uh, it was some island that... I can't remember, but it was a modern-day Middle Eastern country, but it was somewhere... Yes, Kos. Kos, yes, yes. It was part of Rome? Yes, or no? You know what? I actually didn't do the background of this geographical location. I think we would at one time, but I remember it was formerly of some sort of empire, now part of modern-day Saudi Arabia, maybe? So it's a melting pot of cultures. Exactly. Was it expanded by Alexander the Great? I didn't look that part up either. Thank you for making me look a lot foolish. Sorry, sometimes all these guys, because I remember one guy was a teacher of him, Alexander the Great. Aristotle. Aristotle, yes. That bastard. How dare you mention him. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be, you son of a bitch. That guy, I can't tell you how many hours I read his gobbledygook. Oh, yes. So... It is said that Eurysistratus' uh, family was a one that had a lot of uh, medical physicians uh, hanging around. For instance, oh. his uh, paternal parent, named uh, Cleombrotus, was a physician. While, uh. while his uh, mother, Creotoxin, is said to have been the sister of the one sapien of the homo named Medios, whom happens to have been a doctor too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, not only this, but the narrative surrounding Erisistratus indicates that he had a brother named Cleophantus, who also Please. was a doctor. Oh, wow. Whole family of doctors. Oh, their family was really proud. <clears throat> Yes, with the humors in the Numa. So this is a lot more scrumptious morsels of data regarding the lineage of Erisistratus than we could have ever imagined from Herophilus' data. Uh -huh. The story of this dude continues to indicate that he initially studied underneath the one named Metrodorus of Nathens. Metrodorus was the third husband of Aristotle's daughter, Pythias. Remember Pythias? Yes. Same name as her own mother? Oh, yes, I remember that. Taking after her father, she had multiple spouses, too. Oh, wow. She's a dirty, dirty one. She had uh, at least three different uh, meat poles inside of her. Oh, wow. Shooting, you know, man milk. Fine. Did she have kids? I didn't go into that detail. Let's just say I've been a little lazy lately. Yeah, not much detail, huh? You want to know about the families? You go look up, yeah. The stories about Theorosistratus. You okay there, Void? Yes, just listening. You're not taken back by my uh, tone? No, you sound great. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah, the singer of Escape Code said I'm very somber. Yes. Whatever that means. So, the reason why Metrodorus' 
connection to Aristotle's mumbo-lumbo was even made was because it said that Aristotle spent some time writing about the peripatetic thought. Wow. I didn't catch that last word. The, uh, the, micro, or the speaker kind of popped. So Par- can you repeat it? Peripatetic thought? Yes. The pop and the P made it kind of hard to hear what you said. The pop and the P. You got the P in your pop. You got to drink that up and you just can't stop. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, those be good words for a song. Oh, baby, you got the P in your pop. Because if you do not do that, you know your heart is going to stop. Brought to you by a Trump administration. In order to avoid any more infections, you must urinate in your pop. And drink it up. I think ammonia is bad for yourself. No, no. Give, give yourself some of that ammonia. It'll make you moan for the ammonia. That's why they named it ammonia. I think they use ammonia to bomb for dead bodies, so I don't think that's good for living bodies. Oh, no, no, no. Don't tell them that. Just say it's a good thing, yeah. Well, you know, the bleach didn't work. It started killing people, so, you know, try the ammonia. It's, it's, less, it's less caustic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gork, have you been watching the internet porn again? I've been uh, watching Fox News. Oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Captain Grouch Cobbler going to kill me. You can watch it if you have a critical lens, because they kind of say a lot of goofy shit. Yeah. What's that dude who looked like he uh, he had surgery to look like a Ken Barbie doll and looked like he used the same stuff to coat his skin as the Trump man? What's that dude? Uh, he got the Barbie doll hair. Oh, Shepard Smith? I don't know. I don't know his name. Does he always have a big huge screen behind him and people on big huge tablet screens behind him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Shepard Smith. He speaks a little bit of okay knowledge because he's kind of not as crazy as other people. But, yes. Yes, what about him? Nothing. I've just been watching. Oh, okay. I usually put on headphones and listen to music and then watch them. Oh. Yeah, it makes more sense. Especially if you put the freeform jazz... Something with a bunch of instruments going all over the place. With the vibraphone? Yeah. You got to have a vibraphone. Wow, 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 wow. That's the metal one that you can reverberate with the foot pedal, and it has a motor in it that uh, spins a little, uh, like, you know, a flap for, like, an engine, like, that uh, does the, like, the exhaust that flips open? It has one of those but it, it revolves around inside the pipe. So it goes wow, 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 wow. Like that, like your dildo. Did you just tell everybody what I have? No, no, that was your phone. Yeah, let me see what's going on here. Maybe it is a John Papanito, you know? Oh, no, it's my game. What they say? <gasps> my game said we captured... Colotos from uh, this one dude. Okay, cool. I've been uh, conquering the world. Been practicing my presidential skills by playing Supremacy 1914. 
It's very up to date. Void? Yes. Do you have any other games? These freemium games, you know, to help me learn how to, you know, control and conquer? Uh, I think there's actually a risk one that's literally actually risk. Well, this one is better than risk. You will get to level. This sounds kind of like an ad, but it's not. They pay me nothing. No, as, a matter of, as a matter of fact, do not play this game. No, because it's so fun, and there's already so many buttholes. You have any more in there, there's going to be a lot of shit going down. Yeah, you get to build infrastructure. You get to build different machines. Even a railgun. Oh, what a big mistake that was. That was very costly and not so useful. The fact is, railguns are impractical because they have to be so big and take so much energy to fire a metal rod. Yeah, you so, fuck up once, you fuck up big time. Yeah, yeah, they uh, uh, fire a hot uh, cylinder of steel in the concrete. It can go super soft fast, but the shoot and the gun has to be like football fields long for it to be even practical. Yeah. And they don't really move it. It's more of a straight thing and they put things in front of it. Yeah. A guy created his own that fires uh, metal launchers and it has a thing of magnets and electrodes that fires out. It maybe shoots the equivalent of a BB gun, maybe. Yeah, but uh, the rail gun, well, the more modern one, is an electromagnetic one. Yes. And that one, ooh, you, you better watch out. Exactly. Still really primitive. Yeah. Where was I? Oh yeah, poor Erisistratus getting the, you know, mutated lineage of uh, Aristotle's contagion and a philosophical mindset. We got the 14 years of age, Erisistratus is said to have postulated to have been back in course attending medical school. But if you follow source number two's date, of 325 BCE. That's a whole 11 years later when he's 25. So he was either 14 or 25. No gap there. It's crazy. I guess it's longer time ago. Years of exact dates really kind of are a moving target so they don't know exactly. Well, plus all his writings were burnt down just like Herophilus. And guess who taught Erisistratus in course. Yes. Void? Yes. You gonna guess? I don't know. I was maybe let me, probably... Let me probably tell you. Oh, sorry. Yes. We keep on speaking at the same time. My apologies. One a second. Oh, oh, oh. John Papanito. John Papanito. Guess what you do? John Papanito. The... <laughs> You would call it him. Oh, he would have it. Touching his balls. Hi, John Papanito. Yes, he's a you. He's a guac. And a boy, I see here. John Papanito, he's here. They must talk to him. Yeah. You never see him. No, you don't see us. But so, you will sooner or later. It's a creepy. So what kind of John Papanito, what can he do for you? You want to talk about your sister at this? 
John Papadito, he got two retired to a single straight and talk about this guy. This guy was a doctor to her, and his family was a bunch of doctors too, which means he cheated. He used his family network to get corpses, and then he cut him off to look inside. Sound like someone jealous. I want to cut up people and look inside too. Oh, you can. Once we, <laughs> once we come back together, we can go back to Void, where, you know, he lived right by hospital. We get to free, free bodies. They just roll him out the door. Because, you know, a Corona, your old roommate, she a busy killing everybody, and they roll him out the door. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have this thing where I call him a bitch because he doesn't kill enough. Oh, yeah. The corona, he does not kill very many people. He only makes like 30% of the people in the world sicker. And then only like a 2 or 3% of the people get a dead die. So like, you know, that's not a whole lot of people. He a pussy. Yeah, he pussy. He not like a bubonic plague. Yeah, he not kill good people. You kill the great people. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay. You you have got one. Jump up and you know, he gotta go take a nap. Okay, nap people. Enjoy. Bye. Well damn. Well that's that with the John Papanito. Yes, at least he checked in. Yeah. So let's go into this, huh? Yes. Who taught? I'll give you a hint. Who taught Eratosthenes when he went back to Kos? He also taught Hero of Phyllis. Uh, Socrates. It starts with a P. Oh, Plato. No, Plato already dead. Oh, okay. Yes, I was. Praxagoras. Oh, Goras. Gotcha, I remember his name. Yeah. So, when he was in Kos, a connection between Erisistratus and uh, none other than Chrysippus, the Younger. Yeah, he made connections oh. with him. And Chrysippus, oh. the Younger, was known for being the doctor of the palace where none other than Ptolemy Philadelphus rained so that dude oh. yeah this is how Erisistratus got in good with the king uh, Ptolemy and oh, he was a Ptolemy. yeah so he was, was a, he one of his advisors no he was a researcher who was afforded the opportunity to study in the museum of Alexandria where he then oh. Yeah, this is where he is said to have performed dissections, while uh, some of the academic community community postulate that he performed vivisections too. But the information on that is uh, sparse. Yeah, the reason why I'm focusing on this individual is due to the large number of works regarding to the anatomy and abdominal pathology and fevers and gout and hemoptopsis and dropsy and... The most noble pursuit of all, Void. Hygiene. You hear me? Yeah, so that was the research he did for him? Yeah, well, that's what the Arsistratus did. I said wow. the most noble pursuit of all is hygiene. You've been, you've been taking baths? Showers? Oh, yes. School. Yes. 
Make sure you get all the cracks. And crevices. Yeah, one time I forgot to get my big back crack. That thing, uh, it stunk up all day. Oh. Not good. So, much like Hero Phyllis, and much like I've already said, none of his works had survived. How do we know about this individual? How do we know if it's true? Well, we have a multiple sapiens of the homo who have referenced them and quoted them and all that kind of stuff. So it's like a, you know, that communication, that telephone game. Oh. Even then, Erisistratus' works could have been falsified. You never know. So, Erisistratus is assumed to have built off his predecessors, Diocles and Praxagoras, regarding their work mainly in anatomy and on physiological studies. In the long with Diocles and Praxagoras, Erisistratus is believed to have been taught by Chrysippus, the younger, and Herophilus. Meanwhile, it's emphasized that the Museum of Alexandria provided ample conditions for his uh, lovely research while he chopped, sliced, diced, peeled back, squished, ripped out various parts of the human body in order to have artistic renditions on the paperwork to show people what's going on. This is exactly where he worked with Herophilus, and this is exactly why there are cartoon renditions that depict Herophilus and Erisistratus pointing at something and talking. Remember that picture? Yes. It's a good one. Didn't you post it yesterday? I posted it on Friday. Oh, okay. Did you listen? Sorry, oh, yeah. You like the beginning of that one? Yeah, that was a good one. You like that all? I like that too. Just that I had to make fun of all of it because it's all crazy. Yes. It was all in good fun. Do you disagree? No. You sure? Yes. If you disagree, we can talk about it. Maybe some of the listeners disagree too. I don't know. Oh, he's coming out. The truth is finally coming out. Tell me more. What do you mean? Why you disagree? It's all in good fun. No, no, no. I don't disagree. Oh, I don't know. You don't sound too enthusiastic about my artistic, uh, you know, humor. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Oh, you're trying to lie. I can tell. No. Oh, no. Come on, Lloyd. Pour it out. Big Papa Gork is here to help. Nah, let's keep going. Oh, you... What? I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to cut you off. Some people, what? Some people may not like what you say. Some people may like what you say. Well, yeah, ain't that the truth? Yes. Okay, let's keep going. How about Aristarchus? Okay. Encyclopedia.com, source number one. Put out into the open the idea that the mummification was culturally accepted in Egypt, which is why during the Ptolemy governing family allowed dissections for public display in possibly vivisections. I think this is a very valuable point, Void. Three humans who had their works preserved for historical record named Celsus, Tertullian, and St. Augustine 
are indicated as accusing Aristotatus of vivisecting humans, deemed as criminals, just like Herophilus. Oh. Yes, and Source 1 also conveyed that this is something where many humans argue this idea. I wouldn't be surprised. Humans have had a long history of several forms of torture for public spectacles to maintain yes. fear for yes, their... Yes, museums dedicate to it. Yes. Because many governments use fear. Fear for those who disagree. By yes. torture, making people disappear, taking people's words out of context and making them look terrible. Yes. That reminds me. Vote for Gork 2020. Best president ever. Make America great finally. Yes. We should make hats. Big orange oh, hats. Yeah. What? That's where I thought gotta make them brown because everyone's got a shit head. Oh, I was gonna say yellow or orange because it looked like the hunting vests, but I like the idea of making it the brown. Yes. We could try to find out how to get the poop emoji on there too. I think that's copyrighted. Oh, we'll make our own. You'll be like an angry, jagged tooth poop. You know what I mean? With the frowny eyeballs in a mouth that's all wiggly with like some tooth sticking out here and one over there. Doesn't really make much sense. And then we have the end. What? I think you know someone that could draw it too. Oh yeah, that dude Yoshio P. Joy who did our artwork. Shout out to Yoshio P. Joy. He's a great. Yeah, and We'll have a big, bright red letters. M-A-G-F. Yes. Ooh, that would be a good line. I bet you we can make a bunch of money. Oh. To fund the campaign. Oh. So, back to real topic. Not only did these three people portray Aristotle as a tool for both torture and furthering knowledge regarding anatomy, Galen is said to have painted the picture of Aristotle as performing these vivisection experiments on animals other than humans. There are no publicly known documents of Galen specifying vivisections on the animal species sapien of the homo. But I'd urge the listener to know that the absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Right, Void? Yes. Hold on. Kirk, my tummy is a rumbling. I may have to go use the restroom. Oh, you want me to pause and we go back? You yes, can call I'm me sorry, back. Hurry. Okay, I'll just start the recording right here. Well, here he is. Should I answer or should I not? Okay. Hello? Wait one moment. Strange. What'd you say? Trying to get my phone to... Hold on. Uh, hold on. Jory, it is acting really strange, really strange. Uh, is it the song you're working on? Yes. Sorry, it's acting really strange, really strange. Sounds kind of like Queen, you know? Yes. Galileo, Galileo, something strange, don't you know? It's my phone, 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 phone. Okay, hold on. 
Gotta pee, gotta pee, and do a number two on the phone. Hell, did I throw you off? No, 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 it was good. Okay, where were we back to? Eratus? Eratus? Damn. Jeez. God. So, have you have a nice poop? Yes, it was very productive. Was it solid? Yes. Did it sneak away into the hole before you could look? I waved bye-bye. I had one of those the other day. Ghost oh. poop. Ghost poop? Yeah. Was it like a, li it like a little, uh, a little, uh, Butterfinger BB? I couldn't look at it. I mean, because it snuck away, but it was big. It felt like it just slid right out of me like a snake. And it, uh, yeah, I looked in the toilet bowl. Nothing there. And I wiped. I wiped. Nah, I did two strokes. Two strokes. Never in my life. Two strokes. No poop. Oh, wow. Magical. I want to know exactly what. When you eat healthy, it doesn't uh, make a much of a mess. Well, apparently, damn. That's why I don't eat corn. Every time I eat corn, shotgun. It's like a gravel launcher, huh? Yeah. You can poke someone's eye out if you don't aim that thing properly. Now, where was I? Before I was interrupted by your bowel movement. Yeah, sorry to be rude, but I was trying to hold it to be polite, but it was an emergency. I understand. Code Brown. Exactly. So, I said, oh, no, evidence is not evidence of nothing. Oh, yeah. Galen said that the act of his vivisection on the animals other than the humans is how Aristratus was able to make parallels between the resulting reactions from his experimentations while he tortured animals other than humans. He paired this with the anatomical information on the humans from his dissection. I could see wow. this. You know. I could see that. One example of this is how the convolutions of the brains vary depending upon species and individuals. But... Wow. He's trying to say, you know, when you have a hair, and not, not the hair you have on your head, but the animal hair, its brain is not nearly as convoluted as a, a horse. I saw a hair and also a, a, a straight kitty cat, but it was big enough that I knew it had a mama, so that was good. So I knew it wasn't alone. Yeah. And... Also, he noted that the convolutions went up, and there was even more convolutions in the, the brain of a man than any other species. He said, oh, this is how you could tell you have intellectual, is the more wrinkles you have in your brain. The more wrinkly, the more intelligent. Oh, pa. yes, that's why, that's why they say uh, walnuts have a correlation station to a better brain function because of the wrinkles. 
I think they also have a vitamins or minerals or something. Kind of like pecans. Ah, or almonds. Well, they are they are heavy in fat too, and a lot of those fats are beneficial to brain function. Yes, because you know what happens when uh, sometimes uh, fighters can get other forms of brain damage by dehydrating themselves because their brain actually loses moisture first when they're trying to cut for better weight and all that stuff. So it can really mess with some of their functions and maybe sometimes why you see a fighter get exhausted or exert too much is because of uh, the uh, lack of uh, dehydration of the brain. Yeah. Yeah, well, that and, I mean, getting hit in the head multiple times a year is a common thing called, you know, CTE. Yes. You know. Also, why some football players unfortunately have mental conditions and become a kind of a little crazy. Unfortunately, that has a lot to do with different sports of fighting, uh, boxing and wrestling and other things from head injuries cause anger management problems. But not everyone, only some certain cases. Yes, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yes. Which is something that had nothing to do with Erisostratus. Back to topic. Sorry. But I went with you. Okay. So, this assertion that the more higher you are in uh, intelligence, that your wrinkles will appear more in your brain, was dismissed later on when people started cutting up multiple different animals. If I'm not mistaken, I think Galen had uh, actually dismissed this because of a uh, donkey's brain had more wrinkles in it than a human's. But that's a whole nother sapien of the homo we will cover later on. Now, where was I? I don't know. Along with this pairing and parallels between his vivisections on multiple species along with his anatomical dissections on humans. Erisistratus is said to have also studied the corollaries of different deviations in the different anatomical structures depending upon the way they died. Like you said when we first started talking about Herophilus. Let's get to do something more interesting, shall we? Yes. Rather than just adopting the idea that the Numa was something transferred by the air we inhale and exhale and by food that we digest through some sort of innate attraction from Numa to organ, Erisostratus mixed this Numa theory with the corpuscular one. What? Corpuscular? Yes. Rather than an innate attraction between the organs and the Numa, Erisostratus had claimed that the Numa transferred the food through different corpusculars, which are like little tiny cracks between the cells. Isn't that magical? He actually, he actually broke down the conceptual continuity of the fact that the blood vessels get smaller and smaller when they get closer to their destinations. So he just assumed, oh, well, there's definitely little pores that are transferring everything through. So that was one thing he got, correct? Yeah, in some way, without the Numa, but he was half-assed correct, yes. Okay, let's keep going. 
So, Numa, instead of being something in food, was something produced by your stomach to help break down the food and to help your stomach to rip the food apart. And I don't know about you, Void, but if I pay attention, I can feel my heart beating. If I was a breaking down food, I think I'd be able to feel that little chomp chomp choo choo in my stomach. I know, but it's a little bit uh, uh, microscopic. Well, the stomach don't do that. You know, hydrochloric acid, it breaks down the food. As a matter of fact, if I felt anything in my stomach chewing up the food, I would have immediately went to my destination to assume the various positions that I must take upon the ivory throne of Gork. If you know what I mean, Void. Like you do. What a coincidence you had to go poo. I talk about poo. That's what kind of podcast this is. Poo talk. 24-7. If you want this, a poo smear here is where you go. Anything to add on that? No. So, this brings me to the topic of I don't know why so many people make up crap about shit. They don't know about. Seems like they're trying yes. to feel secure. Yes. This is a common trait amongst the sapiens of the homo void. When they don't know something, they usually revert back to their correlation sensation. You know, they use their imagination to see different traits that are similar from previous experiences and then impl- apply them as they project their past into their future. And this will disgrace their own of growth. But people do this because assumptions are the reason why so many people survived. Because if they didn't assume to kill a real or an imaginary threat before they were killed by that threat, then they would not have survived. One second here, AC turned on. I think it might ruin everything. So, they start making these assumptions based off similar traits even Erosostratus did, and so did Hippocrates. You know, like the pumping. There, some people assume that, oh, look at this. Oh, this must work like this. And look at this organ over here. It's very similar. Hmm. It's hollow, just like the heart. It must, it must pump something, like Numa through the brain. Yeah, that's what Hippocrates thought. And Aristotle did this himself. So, it was either this, with Aristotle assuming so much of a solito, or it was Ptolemy saying, hey, you better hurry this shit up. I know we don't really have this stigma here right now, but all these nations giving us crap for cutting open all these people that we call criminals in the public. And they're saying we're freeing all the souls. And why would you do that? So you better hurry up. I could also imagine that too. He wants results. So I don't care if you don't know how something functions. Just make something up for now so we can tidy it up and uh, your name will be preserved. I imagine that too. Yes. But unlike many sapiens of the homo, At least I know that this was just 
and imaginary narrative. Even though it's the most accurate depiction one could possibly have come up in history. Right, Void? Yes. Damn Skippy. Yeah. So, alterations based on findings of Aristotle led him to disagree with a plethora of his predecessors. For instance, Diocles is said to have believed that fermentation is how the body breaks down food. I don't know about you, Void, but I know my lower gut most definitely ferments shit. Yes. Aristotle is said to have also disagreed with Aristotle. Aristotle claimed that digestion was just like cooking food. So, Aristotle is thought to have logically disagreed with that copious load of ridiculousness from Aristotle once again. I can't wait till we stop reading about that mumbo-lumbo. Oh, even, wow. even as Numa crap. Yes. So, although Erisistratus realized that your epiglottis closed while you swallowed, he denied the possibility of drink going down your trachea into your lungs. Perhaps he just scoffed at the idea of anyone that would possibly try to inhale while they drank some water or anything else, or even eat foods. Pah! Sounds preposterous, huh, Void? <laughs> Oh, oh, he went down the wrong pipe. Oh. You like that one? Fuck. Yeah. That was a good one. Yes. How does the sapien of the homo come up onto our intergalactic radar void? This will soon come up. But for now, focus specifically on the genre within the genre of anatomy, which is within the category of science. Known as your circulatory anatomy. Whoa, ho, this, this is said to be Aristotle's uh, strong suit here. And like Hippocrates, Aristotle is said to have used a description of a blacksmith's bellow for the function of an organ. But unlike Hippocrates, Aristotle applies this concept of the bellow because the heart is hollow. Rather than the brain like Hippocrates. Even though the... Oh, yes. yes. Even though the brain has cavities, much like the heart. But the brain's walls are so thick, and the sturdiness of the cells in the brain are nothing compared to that of muscles, specifically the heart one. But your brain strong. Yes, indeed you do. Although Aristotle is known for the advances in circulatory system by means of anatomy, Herophilus was more correct in regards of the dilation of the arteries. Erisistratus indicated that the arteries were passively dilated by pneuma, oh, where Herophilus deduced that the thicker walls indicated that the arteries had the ability and sturdiness for elasticity to be able to dilate and contract in synchrony with the heart, which is true. But I don't know about this topic. I didn't do any research, so don't. I don't want to touch it anymore. Void, if you want, you can research it. Then I can edit your answer out so I can say it. And then I'll look like the one who knows. I don't know. Oh, you don't want to? Okay. So, Numa was the nonsensical postulation substance to be held within the arteries by Eris What? 
Although a person's heart has no evidence of this imaginary pneuma, other than blood which passes through with no signs of clear filtration or separation between the arteries, veins, and the heart. And just because Aristotle was correct by continuing the systematic trend of the circulatory system like I mentioned earlier, with the tiny holes, or passageways, if you will, for various substances to be passed through and distributed to the whole body. Just like branches oh. of a river. What? Oh, I was Just like a branches of a river, which distribute water to various different little areas. And out, when you look above head from a satellite of picture, it will look similar to like how blood vessels are. I was just about thinking that. Even roots. Roots do the same thing. And tree branches, if you will. Very similar. So, even though, uh, even though Erisostratus correctly assumed, based on this obvious observation one could make throughout reality, he was not correct about arteries at all. And it even indicated that Erisostratus noted that the blood came out of arteries when they were cut. But in order to confirm his bias and pretend that he knew what he was talking about, like most humans, he did the delusional thing. He made up something. Oh, the pneuma. Pneuma must make a vacuum which sucks out the blood and makes the blood come out of the arteries when they're cut. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Pneuma is the moving force, the magical almighty spirits of the animals flowing through you. Yes. This is a, just another part in history which shows why you must always question your authorities in any field, no matter what field you read upon. There's one sign that is indicative of this moment, is when you have many people disagreeing amongst one topic and what it means, specifically the subatomic realm. Then another one is many people will believe it for a long time without much evidence at all, but eventually will come to their senses when it's been so long and the retardation has happened all throughout your knowledge on science. Thank you, human mind and assumptions. Thank you, thank you once again for slowing your species down to make it harder to talk to you. Back to topic. So, much like essential vitamins and what have you, Numa was said to not be innate in the body by Erisostratus, unlike his predecessors. The Numa was drawn in by the act of breathing. Then how did people initially start to breathe the Numa in if they didn't have enough Numa at all when they were first born, Void? Tell me. Tell you what? Tell me how. How did the people have enough Numa? They start breathing in the pneuma when they were first born. Uh, baby slapped up behind, or doctor. Hmm, maybe. Or they shared it with the mother before they were born. Oh, like the mom's umbilical cord uh, transferred pneuma just enough so they can start inhaling more pneuma? Yes. Oh, looks like we're doing exactly what Erisistratus did, making up crap. Yes. So, by the lungs. Their connection to the circulatory system, Numa, found its way into the bloodstream. Which transforms when it gets to the brain. There's no evidence that Erisistratus knew of the blood-brain barrier, but that's kind of similar. So, psychic Numa is what Numa becomes when it reaches the brain void. Oh, wow. 
And Erisistratus is noted for saying that uh, you need to have the correct density to not be released by the body through the pores of the skin. Once the pneuma is broken down and used up enough, it will become so small, it passes through the corpuscular nature of our bodies and exits the skin instead of being exited through exhalation. Another thing Erisistratus was wrong about, because if anything, you inhale. If be pneuma is things such as carbon dioxide, oxygen, nitrogen, whatever. Wow. Yeah, wow. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think CO2 is a little bit larger than oxygen because, you know, it's oxygen with a carbon attached to it, damn it. So you're wrong about that too. Erisistratus also got wrong with the liver. Erisistratus wrongfully assumed that the blood was made by your liver. Much like the Ayurvedic system of Hindu medicine, Alchemion of Crouton, Hippocrates, and Herophilus, Erisistratus did believe one thing that's primarily correct. The mind is mainly within the brain. Although parts of this central nervous system become peripheral nervous. Are you okay? Yeah, I was just yawning and adjusting. I was about to say that uh, that uh, it's rumored that that uh, we have something that is almost like a second brain, but it uh, sort of is the, the uh, nervous system running gauges and running like too hot, too cold that changes the things that are automatically run. Yes, the coexistence between your uh, nerves and your gut via your vagal nerve or vagus nerve, depending on who you talk to, is said to be your second brain. And also yes. you have nerves that are all throughout your body, which also have memory from the previous experiences they've gone through. So your mind is all throughout your body or anywhere where yes. a nerve is. But, yes. but primarily the processing center is in the brain and partially spinal cord, which is also part of your central nervous system, if you didn't know. Yes. Have you heard about these scientists who uh, get these worms, these really simple-minded worms, addicted to drugs? Then they cut off their brain. When their brain goes, grows back, they start picking up where they left off. Oh, because the body tells them the brain what to do because the body's still telling the need of the drugs, right? Because the body is craving it, right? Well, imagine so. I mean, you have epigenetics and plus you have the, you know, the nerves that were not cut off and all that information that you would require to regrow the brain would be like, hey, you know, we're, uh, we're doing this right now, buddy. Yes. Yes. Snort up another line, warmy boo. Yes, what what drug was it that they were? I believe it was cocaine. Oh. Shout out to Mad Scientist Podcast. I know we don't agree all the time. But, uh, yeah. He, he, he had this scientist talking about it. Yeah, uh, this is a long history of uh, drugs being used for uh, not just recreational, but testing and other things. Yes. Drugs are the way that the sapiens of the homo still treat diseases. Pathetic. Yes. 
Since Erasistratus and Europhilus both believed that more convolutions meant more development of your intellect, they assumed that the cerebellum, more wrinkly than the cerebrum, was the center. So not only the ventricle that was the most largest and most connected to the spinal cord, which is obvious where your brain connects to the rest of the body, the cerebellum, the connection in the wrinkles, is where all the soul resides in the most awesomeness way, according to Erisostratus and Herophilus. But they're full of shit, so. But on another note, Erisostratus did not believe in the normal humor system. He didn't even mention black bile, at least according to what we know, which isn't much, so we really don't know much. Erisostratus, or Erisostratus, it's believed that apoplexy was caused by too much cold, viscous, and glutinous humors being secreted from the brain, which prevent the great, holy, almighty psychic pneuma traveling through their destination in the nervous system of insanity. So, if one does a quick groping of Googly Tits' search bar and looks up apoplexy, one will find that it is something of being incapacitated by either a stroke or a hemorrhage, which is kind of ironic since Erisostratus is known for circulatory system. One, one thing I really do enjoy is that, other than expressing that hygiene is of the utmost important thing in reality void, the idea that he only performed phlebotomy rarely and wanted to have a holistic approach upon health is what I like. By holistic, I mean the idea of preventing the development of ailments by living a clean life, literally, with a good diet, which is still argued amongst people today, but is obviously dependent upon the individuals consuming the food, and exercise program with a good old-fashioned vapor bath. Vapor bath, avoid. What's that? Like a Greek bathhouse, you know, the steam, sauna. Oh, yes, it helps the board probably remove said toxins, but that's only an idea or theory because our body naturally gets rid of toxins to deliver and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So. Well, also, it mimics the act of uh, cardiovascular workouts. Yes. So it helps your uh, circulatory system out, which is true. And they found that heat shock proteins, cytokines, anti-inflammatory properties for your <laughs> immune system, occurs when you have some 20 or so minutes of a nice sauna. But you got to make sure you get all your minerals and water in. Also, yes. on an, a fairly offshoot related note, these bathhouses were known to be just like what the YMCA was known for in the 90s. Lots of, you know, yes. hoo-hoo and the boo-boo. Make the heart butt pound. According to John Papanito. Oh, yes. So, although Erisostratus is known for starting his own school, there's no publicly known evidence for any successors of Erisostratus to contribute to science. Much like Herophilus, all his works that we know of are publicly gone, banished because the testicles of time. And Erisostratus 
is said to have committed suicide by drinking hemlock because he was in so much agony from an ulcer on his foot. Oh. Source 2 says Erisistratus died in 250 BCE. According to Source 2, that would make him around the age of 75. Whoa, 75 Earth revolutions, Void. He lived a long time. Void? Yes. That's a long time for back then. So, Erisistratus is also known for agreeing with Herophilus. Basically, as like a, a yes man, if you will. Someone who concurs with Herophilus. Yes. There are deviations between the sensory and the motor neurons. What were you saying, Void? Well, I was going to say, did he do that to further his own gain? No. Because it shows that Erisistratus was willing to disagree with uh, a large number of people in a lot of different dogmatic things. You know, specifically the humor system. Oh, uh, okay. In the pneuma. It's also indicated that the poor corpuscular theory was something derived from the third head of Lysium, which was the school that Aristotle started. But Aristotle did not believe in corpuscular theory, but the third head did. And he had a connection with none other than Aristotle. So, one could easily assume that he got this idea from that guy. Washington.edu wanted to, to note on their timeline for the history of neuroscience that Aristotle is known for dividing the brain between the cerebellum and the cerebrum. That is all I found from source number two when I tried to find out what parts he was talking about. Unfortunately, he did not split the brain up with the frontal lobe, the parietal lobe, occipital lobe, and the temporal lobe. No, it was just the cerebrum and the cerebellum. But Washington EDU did not correctly put all the information regarding Herophilus and Aristotle working together in their timeline or their beliefs on the neural system. Actually, you want to know something? There's some quotes from Source 2 that were taken out of context. You want to hear one? Sure. Okay. This one's from Galen. Aristotle declares that there are two kinds of nerves, those of movement and those of sensation. These latter are hollow, and their origin is in the meninges. The others arise from the cerebrum and the cerebellum. Okay, he's wrong, but you can't hope for too much. On top of this, both source 1 and 2 indicated that Aristotle thought that nerves contained both veins and arteries, which were kind of like a rope, three braids of strands twined together, which is wrong. Now source 2 has a quote regarding this. Quote, among the nerves that issue from the brain and from the spinal marrow. The motor or sensory ones are called voluntary and tensor. The others are around the articulations or called ligaments. Oh, that had nothing to do with what I was talking about. Take that back. Yep. Yep. There are three dots at the end of this quote, which indicate that there must be more to that quote, which I would like to read. 
eventually I hope to one day read that. But I have not. I am not going to pretend to look up googly tits's yoo-hoos and find out who whatever she may display down there. You know, googly tits is pretty frisky. Yeah, no. She like to save everything, too. She never forget whatever you say. Oh, man, I think I'm anthropomorphizing something. What? Anthropomorphizing Google. So, yeah, that's basically all I have for Aristotratus. Oh, wow. Didn't really contribute too much to neuroscience. He was more like a yes-man for Herophilus. Had his own ideas on the function differing from Herophilus that we know of. We don't really know much of either one, so we don't know exactly what they agreed and disagreed upon. Much of this is postulation and speculation and taking the words of others other than the people that we're talking about. I can't wait for talking about the later sapiens of the Homo, because it will be hundreds of years later, in the Common Era, which will be a completely different section. We have completed section number one. Congratulations, fellow humans. Yay! Clap. Can you clap for me, Void? I want to pretend it's a crowd. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, 26 episodes later. Guess what? Next what? week, we're going to start quizzes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start quizzing you. First of all, we're going to quiz you over section one, section two. I know section one is drugs, but I think it will let me, let me check. I think I section two is over here, about 100 or so pages, 130 odd pages later. Where are we? Bah, 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 bah. Oh, acupuncture in drugs. Yes, we will have a quiz over acupuncture and drug, Void. Oh, acupuncture and drugs sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, not recommended at the same time, nope. You got anything else to say? Nah, that's really it. You want to let everybody know that you're going to be my VP and we're going to rule the world together? Uh, the president doesn't rule the world. Shh. Don't tell on that. Some of them think that's true. The most great and powerful position is president of the United States. Regurgitation of none other than your nice propaganda and your stupid media bought and sold by corporations who have also bought and sold the whole government. Yes, yes, I think everyone maybe knows that by now. Yeah, goddammit. But I'll tell you what. We leave in what? peace. And here's another song by the guitar player of his keyboard. Yay. Bye.